This is your focus leader. Adjust the focus until the picture is sharp. Now adjust the sound to a normal volume. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Bot on, my friend. Oh my gosh, we're so good at this. Really good at the clapping part of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome to the Launchpad Podcast. I'm Aaron. I am Matt. And, and Matt. We, go ahead. Oh. You, you should you do it because you always do it. I just got excited. <laughs> <laughs> leave, leave, leave this in. <laughs> so they can hear, though. Now they know we're really on it because we can clap and fuck up our own introduction. <laughs> After two years of podcasting, a year and a half of podcasting. Well, Matt, today we're doing a special What Have You Been Watching? Because you and I watched a safety video. Yeah, for those of you who don't watch Turner Classic Movies, you're missing out. They have great, great, you know, really, really timeless classic historical films on there. They also have some really kitschy stuff, some really niche stuff, some some cult favorites, including they'll they'll play old PSAs, old instructional videos. Me and Amanda watched a fun one the other night that was um, like from the 50s and it was aimed at new fathers and it was telling fathers how to take care of babies and stuff. But it was comedic, but it was also trying to be helpful. So it was really, really funny to see like how you're trying to get your point across comedically in the 50s. It was really, really funny. Um, one of my favorites, which I saw years ago, is called Shake Hands with Danger. Now, Shake Hands with Danger is a old kind of instructional PSA about safety made by Caterpillar, the you know industrial equipment manufacturer. And they thought it was really important to let you know not to, you know, not to cut corners, not to, to do workarounds when you're doing you know, this work with these huge you know, industrial machines. So they yeah, made this Yeah, we're talking video. about tractors the size of houses. Yeah, tractors, big, big dump machines. trucks, um, um, backhoes. Uh, backhoes, bulldozers. There's a lot of bulldozer stuff. Yeah. So they made this video that you know that these people watched, you know, for trainings. And it's great. I think it was the website I'm looking at here says it was 1980. I don't know if that's the actual year it was released, but I've seen a couple things that say 1980. So let's go with 1980. It, it seems it seems late 70s, 80s. Yeah, it seems that era. And this movie for being an instructional PSA has some like some big stunts in it. Like they roll over a backhoe yes. and guys diving out of the way. And there's some effects like guys getting their fingers and hands smashed. There and is stuff. Some, there's some, it's not gory, but you do see a hand, you know, you see some fingers hit a cutting wheel or a grinding wheel. Rather you see a guy's yeah. hand get cut off and it's not gory, but it's enough that you see the hand become dislocated from the arm. There's a yeah. little bit of blood, but not much. There are some, there are some great stunts though, which leads you to, to think like there's, and we'll talk about some of them in, uh, in a little bit more detail, but you're like, they actually drove a backhoe into a truck, knocked the truck over. You know, it's like yeah. someone did that. There's one where there's a huge, huge tractor or like a, a bulldozer and they unclip the tank treads that are on both of them and they're pulling it with another tractor to move it and it starts to go downhill and they can't stop it. And that crashes into the smaller tractor, the smaller bulldozer in front of it that's pulling it and knocks it over onto its side. And there's a man driving it when that happens. So that stunt yeah. guy literally had to hold on inside the cab 
or else fall out and possibly be crushed by two different bulldozers. It's fucking ridiculous. There's one where this guy, like, uh, he's working on it, but he doesn't disengage some component so that even while he's working on it, this thing could roll down the hill, and he smashes into a house, and you're like, oh, that's bad, but then they pull back, and the house is on the edge of this quarry, and he's about to, like, not only knock the house, (laughs) but his car, like, down a 30-story, like, pit. And it's just this massive, like, and they pit. shot it and that like, way too. Like, I'm sure it yeah. was well planned out and everything. But like, if that stunt went wrong, this giant machine could have rolled down this giant cliff. Yeah, it's pretty intense. But as fun as this PSA is, and it's fun to laugh at it, the highlight of it is this <laughs> song. That I mean, it sounds like some famous country singer. I don't know, like Merle Haggard or Johnny Cash is singing this song, and it is hilarious because to highlight every segment. He sings a little limerick about the danger that they uh, that they almost encountered. Well, let's play a We'll set it up by this starts with uh, a man working on a piece of machinery in an unsafe way. And his supervisor comes over and he's like, hey, get down from there. And the guy comes down. And he's like, hey, you were doing that without disengaging and, and, you know, locking the such and such. And the guy's like, yeah, I know, but I was only going to be up there for a second. And I told the, the operator not to touch the controls. And he's like, you should always, always turn the engine off before you do any of that bullshit. And the guy's like, all right, man, I'm sorry. Now, the the worker who's getting reprimanded is holding a wrench. Yeah. The supervisor pulls the wrench out of his hand. He pulls the wrench out of the other man's hand. And then as he slams it back into his hand, he goes, here, shake hands with danger. And then this song plays. Shake hands with danger. Shake hands with danger. Need a guy who ought to know I used to laugh at safety. Now they call me Three Finger Joe. Shake hands with danger. Find it anywhere you choose. Be careless for a moment. Spend a lifetime with the blues. <laughs> Why did he slam the wrench in the... He took the wrench out of the guy's hand. And Just to give it back gave to gave it him. back to him. But then he also said, here, shake hands yeah. with danger. The wrench wasn't danger. The, the wrench had nothing. Like, why was that? It's a cool visual, I guess. But <laughs> what what an interesting way to start this off now. So so now we have three-fingered Joe, who's been there. We know. he's He knows. I would say firsthand, he knows... Not to shake hands in danger when we show me three fingers. And that will be a bitch in Halloween costume to go as three-fingered Joe. Nobody, Nobody would, would get know. it. Only, only a Caterpillar operator would understand three-fingered Joe. But An old Caterpillar <laughs> operator. <laughs> yeah. He's like, that's not funny, man. <laughs> and he pulls off his Halloween costume glove and he's only got three fingers. Hey. <laughs> uh, it goes from three-finger to three-fingered Joe song and then... Every once in a while, there's something else that rhymes with Joe and, you know, take it from three-fingered Joe. But there also are other songs like this one where it's just talking about another type of thing that you could have. And there's another different, you know, they go about different accidents. So here's another song that, you know, it's not three-fingered Joe related. He's the one that's singing and he's warning of another particular danger or just in general cutting corners. You'll save yourself a minute, but you may damn well lose it all. Shake hands with danger. 
these songs are basically don't cut corners, read the manual, you know, do do the right thing, be aware. Like it's it's just trying to keep you safe. But the the fact that they not only wrote this song, produced it, had a guy play it, had a guy sing it, got all these stuntmen. I mean, Caterpillar went all out to keep you safe on this one. They they were really worried about you. Uh, I saw this years ago, and when I saw it for the rest of the week, I was making up rhymes. And I was telling Amanda how to be safe and three-fingered Joe and all that shit. And I don't know why it popped into my head, but it popped into my head a couple days ago. And I, sh- I showed it to I sent Rumi the video and I was like, dude, you got to watch this. And I thought it would be fun, instead of doing a traditional what have you been watching, to talk about this, this PSA and then also kind of help our, our cadets, our launch pad cadets, and, and kind of teach you guys some safety in the same means. Now, we don't have the visual means on our podcast to make a video, but... Oh man, we, it would be bloody as fuck. I can oh, tell you yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But we have thought about some some different injuries that we're worried you guys might sustain, and we've written a couple rhymes to try to help keep you guys safe. Now, some of these are related to stuff that we've seen. Some of them are just funny to be funny. Some of them are personal. Like I know I wrote a couple that are based on real injuries that I have sustained. And if I had seen this video or heard this rhyme, I might still, um, I might still be intact today. And uh, I did some that are sort of reminiscent of some of the favorite horror movies that I've seen or funny horror movie moments that if these people in the movie had watched Shake Hands with Danger, the launch pad version, uh, they might not be in their predicament. Yeah, which is pretty fucking cool. So why don't you throw one out, Rumi? You okay. have some really good ones. All right. Here's here's a good one. Here's a, a soft opening here. It goes like okay. this. Shake hands with danger or else you're going to cry. Look before you cross the street, or you'll be a stain on a semi. (laughs) (laughs) Which, of course, (laughs) (laughs) you you keep going into baby, please don't go. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it sounds like to me. It does kind of sound like that. I'll give you that. Uh, all right, what, what what else do you got? You going to do another one? Yeah, I got one here. Uh, this one is because uh, I, I recently saw Street Trash again, the uh, <laughs> okay. horrible shitty movie about drinking hobo gin that melts people. Mm-hmm. Um, but this movie has one scene that has always stuck out to me. Shake hands with danger. Don't drink what you don't know or your dick will fall off and be tossed about by some unknown hobo. <laughs> now, th- we're having fun here, but there are morals in these songs. If you're listening to them, there's a couple things here that you could learn. <laughs> I actually wrote two different types. One were just about, specifically about, um, you know, accidents and things, you know, different situations where you should be safe. The other ones were ones where specifically I did a play on the three-fingered Joe. Because, you know, yeah. the, the guy narrating this whole video is Three Finger Joe, and I believe it's the same person singing. But this is like a 20-minute long video. And in the video, he's, you know, talking about, like, this guy here, he thought he would save a couple minutes by not engaging the lock. But if he had, he wouldn't have been falling out, you know, so blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But he talks, and then he'll sing a little song. So, but everyone smiling throws in the Three Finger Joe. So I did a couple, a couple, um, parodies of the three-fingered Joe model. So let me throw one out here for you. Do it. Shake hands with danger. Protect more than your torso. Because I forgot, and now I'm known as no appendage Joe. 
These aren't my strongest ones. I got stronger ones later, but <laughs> all right, I, I got I got one off the Joe model. Mm-hmm. Shake hands with danger. Don't try and do some blow, because if you do, you might get hooked. Don't now, 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 and they'll call you one nostril Joe. <laughs> <laughs> now again, we're having fun here, but really, we're doing this for your benefit. So please, kind of read between the lines here. And- <laughs> Try not to do some good. Yeah, don't do a lot of blow. <laughs> Should I continue on the Joe model or go back to the other one? What do you think? What do you want to hear? Give me, give me one of the other ones. Yeah, right, let's not let's, let's not All run right. Joe into so, the ground just yet. Some of these, <laughs> some of these, I actually wrote about experiences that I've literally actually had in real life. This oh, is the yeah? first time I got stitches. If someone had taught me this back then, I probably wouldn't have gotten stitches in a terrible, terrible situation, which really almost led to a speech impediment. So this was serious. What? Yeah. Here's, I'll tell you the story after. Well, I'll tell you the story first. Tell me after. Do the song first. Which is more funny, though? Ooh. This is tough, because this is joke structure. I think we could probably do a whole episode on this right now. If you tell me it, then I'll know the setup, and then the song is funny. But if you do the song, and it's funny, and then the setup... I think... Well, here's what we'll do. I'm going to tell you first, and then do the song. And if you think it's... If we, after the fact, think it's funnier the other day, we'll switch it. In editing, Ooh, guys, in the future. In the <laughs> so you're about to find out what behind the scenes what happened <laughs> yeah. by what you hear next. Yeah, that's true. Ready? Songs so or see, the explanation. Let's see which way we went with. Ready? Okay. Go. Okay. Go. So the story is Aunt Mavorne and Uncle Wayne were coming to visit. They were one of my favorites. I was so excited. I was too short to see out the window, so I would stand on the arm of our couch and look out the window. So uh, we had big curtains in the way that only halfway. So if I stood on the arm of the couch, I was probably like five years old, maybe six years old. Something like that was a long, I mean, I was little, I was little. And when they pulled up, I was so excited, I would then jump off the arm of the couch. I've done this a thousand times. Yeah. But nobody sang the song to me, so I didn't know the dangers involved with this. That day when I hit the ground, I didn't land on both feet or whatever, and I tripped and fell forward. There was an armchair next to the couch that had an ottoman, and I ended up smashing my chin on the ottoman, but my tongue was sticking out, so my teeth bit directly through my tongue. I had a hole literally straight through my tongue. You're freaking me out right now. I'm cringing all over Dude, my whole it body. Was my tongue hard, hurt, my face. Blood everywhere. They had to bring me into the <laughs> emergency room. Rumi's throwing up. I'm watching him throw up. <sighs> I had to go to the emergency room. Now, my mom is a nurse, and she is a no-bullshit type of person. So, literally, she helped the hospital tie me down and then held me down as they tried to get stitches in my tongue. To do that, they had to take forceps, pinch my tongue, and pull it out of my mouth so the doctor Uh. could stitch it. And the nurse who was working for the hospital was very hesitant to do that to a five-year-old child. My mom was like, I'm a nurse. Give it to me. She took the forceps, grabbed my tongue, and just yanked it the fuck out of my mouth. And I had stitches in my tongue. And they were very worried that I would develop a speech impediment because I had a hole literally in my tongue. Lucky for us, that's not a problem. So somewhere right now, there's a kid who bit a hole in his tongue who didn't have a good hospital. He's like, hey, that's not funny. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so sing me the song, Remy. That's the real what thing. Saved this is, you? Yeah, this is the song that would have saved me. Ready? <clears throat> Shake hands with danger. Don't jump off the couch for fun. Because if you crash, your teeth will gnash. 
and you'll bite a hole right through your tongue. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty awesome. Had I known. That's gnarly, dude. Well, I just wrote one while you were talking. (laughs) Okay. That is a reason why one of my toes is shorter than the other. I have one big toe that is literally like just slightly shorter than the other. And here's the song why. Shake hands with danger. Be safe when you lawn mow. Don't try and kick off the extra grass. Because you might lose a big toe. So I was a kid and I was mowing our neighbor's lawn and pushing this thing along. And I had these brand new, like nice Nike, like high tops. And uh, the the mower was getting really caked up with grass because the grass is pretty long. Because, you know, you're supposed to mow the grass a couple times a week while they were gone. (laughs) I was going for the one. Um, (laughs) What could go wrong? And I was like, well, there's all this extra grass caked up on the edge of it. So I went to kick it and my foot slipped and like went into the mower part of the mower. Like where the grass shoots out. Yeah. And I heard and my foot got spit out. And I look and the tip of my toe of my of my shoe is all chewed up, all boogered up. And and, and I look down and go, man, I could have cut my cut my toe off and I tried to start walking back to my house and I can't walk and like it hasn't connected my brain and what's happened Mm -hmm. has not connected and I fall down and my mom comes running around the house she knew I don't know psychic mom or she just heard the horrible lawnmower noise but she knew something was wrong she heard heard, mom she's like oh that kid's so stupid like there goes part of my son. Yeah, the kid cut his toe off so she comes running around and it's starting to, to connect and I'm starting it's starting to hurt and I fall down and she, she runs over and grabs me and she screams to the neighbor who's doing yard work across the street and she goes, Gordon! And he goes, bee sting? <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, lawnmower! And he comes running and they put me in the car and took me to the hospital. And luckily, it's literally just the tip of my toe. Just the tip. Just the got tip. cut off and I had some stitches in it and, uh, and I got better. But yeah, my toe is literally like, just a slightly shorter than the other one now because of that. Interesting. If I had listened to Shake Hands with Danger, I might not be in this predicament. If you had only written that song for yourself a couple of years ago. Yes, many years ago. This was yesterday, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, this is like seventh or eighth grade. Yeah. I have one of my first special effects jobs. I was using a router. You know what a router is? Yeah, totally. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it's kind of like a it's Dremel. It's how you like get a... your internet from... Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, I was using a router so wrong, it chopped off part of my finger. <laughs> I was using a router, which is like a rotary tool, like a Dremel, yeah. but it's got a, okay. a, a spinning revolving razor bit. And what you can use it was you could use it to contour wood. You can use it to kind of, um, not sand, but cut a groove into something. So right. I was using it, it was fixed on a tripod, and I was running a piece of something next to it. And it was my first time ever using it. And I chopped off about, if you think of a green, like, no joke, think of a green pea, cut it in yeah. half, that much of my thumb, of uh, my, it was my left forefinger, gone. And it doesn't cut it, it, it's spinning. So that part was obliterated, gone. And I have pictures of it, and it looks worse than it is, but like, think of a green pea, a half of a green pea worth of mass, gone from your finger. And I took pictures, and I sent it to my mom, and I was like, what, what should I do? She's like, you gotta go to the hospital. I don't remember if I went, but I was like, will it grow back? And she's like, no, fingers don't grow back. Spoiler alert, mine did most of the way. But like you said, it's not, if you look at it, like I'm looking at it right now, there's a very flat edge to it and I cut the nerve. So I can't, like if I stick a pin into there, I know that it's sticking there, but not correctly. 
Hold your finger up. Yeah, it is like kind of a little dent. It's flat. And it used to be worse. I think my Wolverine mutant ability is like rebuilding it slowly over time. But I can't like the way that I always try to describe it to somebody is if you put a sewing needle on a table and I had to pick it up with that. It's my left hand with my left forefinger and left thumb. I would kind of have a hard time not looking and just picking it up by feel because that very tip of the finger, it always when I touch things with it, it always feels like it's pins and needles like it's asleep. That's just Ooh. how that very tip of that finger feels like. Nerve damage. Do you have a song for it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just wish I had known it, you know, seven or eight years ago. You ready? Drop it on me, yeah. Shake hands with danger when you use a router for the first time. If you start with ten fingertips, you'll walk away with only nine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh what else you got? What other words to live by do you have? Here's one, how to, how to not get your Legos thrown away as a child. <laughs> all right, I think um, we, could, we could all use this one. All right, all right. <laughs> Shake hands with danger. Here's a trick that's really neat. Turn on the light in the playroom or step on a Lego with bare feet. <laughs> now, my parents must have stepped on so many like little Lego sharks, little Lego pirate sharks or little Lego horsemen with spears. Because I remember once having to negotiate my Legos back out of the trash. Oh, really? Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I love that they that was that that was their 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 fix for that was ow, garbage, garbage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> did it like theoretically they probably spent the money on those things so they were like let's throw that money well, in the in the garbage because I'm not dealing with that. Well, I think what happened was they realized shit. I like playing with Legos too. I don't want to toss these away. <laughs> like, I love pirate Lego sharks. Yeah, right. I those should were the walk best. more carefully. I wish someone had a song for me. Yeah. Well. So then you just couldn't leave Legos lying about. You had to put away the Legos when you were done playing with them. That was that became the rule. What about you? You ever step on a Lego, Rumi? I'm sure I have, but I don't... Not enough to remember. I think I just have situational awareness and spatial awareness, and I don't do that. Also, as a kid, I was definitely like the kind of kid who was like, I think, maybe my mom would, would have a different opinion, but I was the kid who like, when I was done, I put my shit away. Because I didn't want my sister touching it. I didn't want the dog touching it. A dog, my dog, Cocker Spaniel, he was kind of a little punk, but I still loved him. He once, while I was playing with it, stole Slash, the evil Ninja Turtle's crooked sigh in his mouth, and he ran away with it. And I tried to chase him. I jumped on him, and he bit me right on the cheek. I had to get stitches in my cheek. So after that, I always kept my toys pretty organized. And my parents threw the dog in the garbage, because it was the same thing as your parents with the Legos. <laughs> I had to negotiate, because he was in there for a couple of days. You could hear him walking around. I was like, can we please let Max out? They were like, no, you don't take care of your things. I was like, what if I put away my Ninja Turtle's eyes? They're like, okay, get out of here, Max. <laughs> Shake hands with danger when you're playing with turtle toys. Just realize that your dog just wants to be one of the boys. (laughs) He just wanted to play with you, dude, and you wouldn't let him. You were paying attention. Be careful with weapons of Slash, because if you don't, (laughs) your parents will throw your dog right in the trash. (laughs) No, his parents didn't throw his dog away. Don't worry, guys. Don't worry. They put him to sleep. At home with... With with Mattel's do it yourself, you they should get. <laughs> <laughs> Your dog's okay, right? Though, like, I mean, I mean, he's not. Oh, he's probably dead by now. Regardless, they ended up bringing him. No, oh, they did put him to sleep. <gasps> but Dude, like, this is a quick what? aside, okay? You know my what? sister, right? 
Yeah. We got to have her on one of these days because she's funny as shit. So my parents, that dog was a lot of problems. He had crazy epilepsy where he'd just randomly have seizures. He was really well misbehaved. Because he's he been eating good. Ninja Turtle toys. Duh. <laughs> He he was bad. He was always behaving bad. Yeah. He, my dad couldn't stand him, and he was the main caregiver. So at one point, me and Aubrey were at separate friends' houses, and my parents called those friends' houses and were like, listen, we just want you to know, we took Max and we gave him away because he can't live here. He's being too bad. He needs a place where he can have more space and run around. And we, <laughs> we took him to a family, and they didn't say we gave him to someone with a farm, but they said we brought him to someone who lives in this town, and they have a big grass backyard and they already had another dog and that dog. but I was in fourth grade and which means my sister was in second grade okay so <laughs> this is fourth grade second grade and I my parents growing up in my house lying was the worst fucking thing you could do if you killed somebody and then lied about it you would get punished more for the lying than for the murder so they murdered your dog and then lied about it? Exactly. So, but we didn't know. And it was one of those things that like, if my parents said, damn, dude, there were aliens here last night, I would take it for granted because we were not supposed to be lying. So cut to, I was working at Creature Effects, which means it was the early, or it was the, probably the mid 2000s. Okay. So I'm an adult. I'm in my late 20s. My sister, Aubrey, calls me and leaves the following message while I'm at work. Matt. <laughs> I just and just so you guys know, my sister's two years younger. She speaks so hard and loud. She's got a more New York accent than I do, and everything with her is so definitively an issue. Matt, yeah. I just talked to mom and dad, and they never sent Max to live with the old lady with the nice grass. She's they killed Max. They killed Max and then lied about it. Matt, they gassed him to death, just like the Nazis gassed the Jews. Click. <laughs> That was the voicemail that she left on my phone. And I, I mean, my, my foundation and trust in my parents was shaken. But what an amazing voicemail. I kept that voicemail for months until my voicemail did you, automatically. Had you voicemail. never thought of that? You zero times. Zero times. No, because it's like, I, I would just, I mean, my parents, as far as I know, were never big liars. And it, I thought we always had that relationship. And I was in fourth or fifth grade when it happened. I feel like if they said, listen, Max is sick. He has epilepsy. He doesn't have a good life, and it's causing him to do bad things. We have to put him to sleep. I would be upset, but I think I would understand. I think, yeah, I think I would understand. But like the fact but that they fucking that tells lied you, to me, they lied to you. That tells you that your parents didn't not only didn't think that you could handle it, they didn't want to deal with your whiny bullshit about that whole situation. So they just were like, "You guys go stay at friends' houses, and we'll just tell you over the phone." But we'll do you? Call, yeah, that's right. They like, would have texted us if phones had, you know, cell phones had been invented. Which leads me to believe now I'm thinking about it for a second time. What if that second thing was a lie, and they really did just be like, ah, fuck this dog. The kids are home. Break his neck. Throw him in the trash. Just uh, uh, what? <laughs> dude. So, I, I mean, we're way off on a tangent right now, but I love it. I'm loving it. So I remember once a, a friend of mine, good friend of my buddy, uh, good friend of mine, Peter. His parents were like, you should come over and bring friends this one day. And we we're like, okay, cool. So we had a bunch of friends come over to his house. We're all hanging out in the basement. And he comes downstairs. He's all bummed down. He's like, don't feel like partying, guys. And we're like, why? He's like, just had to put my dog down. I'm really sad. And we we're like, what the fuck? And then I realized his parents like tried to have us do something so that it could be like nice for him when he came home mm -hmm. after this. But I'm like, you could have told me. Right. You could have told me that this was the ploy. It was like, oh, bummer, man. What a bummer. <laughs> Fucking, 
Do you think we all have those moments as adults? Mm-hmm. I think we all have those moments where you're like saying something to a kid, possibly your kid, if you're a parent or, you know, you hear your, your friends who have kids going through a situation and you just have this weird moment where you look up and you go, fuck, my parents lied to me. I never had that <laughs> until that time, but now it makes me wish that someone had sat me down one time. I was like, listen, Matt, shake hands with danger. Careful when you ask your parents why. They'll give you an explanation. But I'm an earner. But it'll probably be a lie. <laughs> Did you just write that, dude? Yeah, just, just now. <laughs> yeah! You That's so fucking good. Oh, if you want to see Kate and I get into a huge argument... I do. Bring up the lie of Santa Claus. <laughs> I like that, in my mind, I immediately think that you blew it for her. She, like, came into your marriage excited that old Chris Kringle, old St. Nick was coming down the chimney one night, and you were like, you're a grown-up, right? You know that that's not a thing. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no, well, who brings the presents? It, it was uh, our first Christmas together, <clears throat> and we were watching the Christmas horror movie Gremlins, and there's a scene where yep. she talks about her dad dying dressed as Santa Claus, and my wife looked at me and goes, oh! <gasps> Santa Claus isn't real. No, uh, that's not what happened. Um, no, but I had a very traumatic realization that Santa Claus wasn't real because um, my parents are like, um, kid, you're getting a little old for this shit. And I was like, what? And uh, I don't think we should start our relationship with our parents being lied to. So I'm not I'm not down with Santa Claus. <laughs> she said that or you said that? I'm not down with Santa Claus. That's me. So if you guys have kids, you're not going to. You don't want to do a Santa Claus? They're going to know that I bought them that shit and they're going to be fucking grateful. <laughs> it's funny because I'll do like the reverse. I'll, I'll try to tell them like when they say, hey, hey, Uncle Matt, I'll be like, yeah, your dad's a liar. Don't worry. He didn't buy all those. How could he buy all those presents? It was a magical guy. How did he get in, you ask? Not through the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's what I need. Magical burglars creeping around my house. Dude, we didn't even have a fireplace and we believe that lie. Kids are stupid. <laughs> well, <laughs> they my parents everything. went hard in the paint with it. They like put boot prints and like magic dust and like ate the cookies and like put boots, like somehow got up on the roof and put like footprints out there. I love the, I love the, the, the situation in which you're a kid investigating the roof for clues. Wait a minute. I'm going up there. I'm going to go on top of our A-frame house. All right, honey, just be careful. Oh, there's boots up there. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to send these out to forensics. We'll have to wait three weeks, but I'm going to get to the bottom yeah, of this bullshit. Yeah, I want to know for sure what's happening. <laughs> you got another lesson for us to learn, Rumi? Here's a good one. All right. That is a mediocre one. I set that up poorly. I'm sorry. The, the, guys, don't get your hopes up. <laughs> it's a good lesson, but it's not one of my better rhymes. You ready? <laughs> yeah, do it. Shake hands with danger. If you don't want salmonella, cook your meat all the way through. da 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 Skip the raw cookie dough, big fella. <laughs> <laughs> As somebody who has many, 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 many times w- with my wife, I-, I have to say, I'm not the one making the cookie dough here. <laughs> <laughs> Pause one second to throw Kate under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, here's the funny part. If I'm like, I'm making cookie dough, she'd be like, who's making cookie dough? Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> oh, I see. I mean, I'm not going to take credit for the, the hard work that's done here, but we're both like cookies and then she makes cookie dough and then I'm both like, then both of us at once will look at each other and be like, I don't want to wait. And she's like, I don't want to wait either. And then we just eat cookie dough. <laughs> Shake hands with danger and don't try to make a fuss when you're telling stories. Throw your wife right under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> 
to do it off the cuff. I don't know why I spent an hour last night writing these down. I know, right? The I, This has gone way better than I thought it would. I thought this episode was going to be kind of weird, but it's fucking hysterical, dude. Do you, do you, do you have any more? I do. I have, I have one for one of my favorite film franchises. Twilight. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no. Shake hands with danger. Vampires can be fun. I don't like when they bite people. I like when they sparkle in the sun. You're good at this, dude. I'm impressed. I don't have my rhyme game quite up to par, but I am so impressed with these there on are the two, spark. Literally two things my wife is impressed with me about. It's my ability to make up rhymes and songs on the spot, and then I'm a good bowler. And the sad thing is, I'm not a good bowler. Just the first time we ever bowled together, I had a mediocre game, and she's terrible, so she thinks I'm good. Well, you're a damn good rhymer, Rumi. I, I will admit this. But let, let me try this yeah, one. Yeah, let me hear yours. <laughs> Shaking hands with danger. Song. What? You're not even doing the right song. All right, you do the right song. Yeah, I'm doing. Uh, but now you what? fucked me up because my brain, my brain and my ear is. Let's see. Um, here, I'll just play the real song. Okay. Shake hands with danger in your dreams. You are a wuss. Don't shake hands with Mister Finger Knives. Wow, 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 wow. Because it'll cut you right through your puss. <laughs> and I'm using that in the face sense, Rumi. Yeah, Get no, your mind I... out of the gutter. Get your mind out of the vagina. Well, can I, before <laughs> I get it out of the vagina, can I say my next one? <laughs> <laughs> you might as well. Okay, you ready? <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Shake hands with danger. Don't use a broke dildo. If you're hot and need a hand, then na 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 Call your friend Three Finger Joe. <laughs> I gotta say, I was hesitant to say that one, but not only did it come across good, but your setup was fucking perfect for it. <laughs> In my head right now, it's that it's that shot from fucking Total Recall where the dude pulls off the glove and his hands all fucking weird. <laughs> I love the idea of a girl that's like sexually aroused being like, "Uh oh, my dildo is broken. And then that guy pulls out his third hand with three fingers and she's like, ah, the night can continue now. Oh, God. And just how do you break a dildo? I mean, vibrators can run out of batteries, but how do you break a dildo? It depends on how hard you go, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Guys, uh, comments on how you broke your dildos. Um. <laughs> and just, you know, we didn't say this at the top of the show, but we did not share these with each other. You guys are hearing us say it to each other for the first time. So he doesn't know mine and I don't know his because that would be a whole different show. We like to spring this Although, shit on each other organically. I didn't write enough of these. So you shared a couple with me to say. So that's kind of a lie. You liar. <laughs> it wasn't but, a lie until you told it. Now my parents, my, now my parents have ammunition that I'm a liar. I'm a liar because my parents made me a liar. I'm a product of the system. <laughs> My favorite part, though, is you wrote one about Legos that made more sense for me because I had a story behind it than you who didn't have a story behind the Legos. <laughs> it just means that we're in, that we're in sync. Yeah. Our... <laughs> That's fucking funny, dude. <laughs> We've been shaking hands with danger this whole time. Um, I hope that you guys have learned something. You know, well, actually, let me, let, me, let, me, let me rephrase that. We've had a lot of fun here. But I hope that you guys have also learned 
a little bit about safety here. It's all fun and well to disengage locks on a tractor or try to fix a bulldozer without putting the bucket all the way down. But don't use a broke dildo. Don't use blow. I hope you guys have learned. Be careful with routers. Look before you cross the street. Turn on the light in the room that you play with Legos. Don't believe your parents about pets. <laughs> I have I do have one more. All right, go ahead. And this this will wrap it up right. All right. Give, give lead me in, Rumi. Do the right song. You fucked me up so bad now that I don't know the right song. Just make one up then. Give me a good one. Shake hands with danger while you listen through the years. You might learn the right lesson. When you listen to the Rocketeers. <laughs> nice. I was going to work on something like that. I'm glad you did it. Nice. That's yeah. a good way to cap it, Rumi. You know, you guys, and whether you're just listening for the first time or you've been with us for the last couple years, now you could say that not only did you have some laughs, maybe shed a couple tears, but now you've actually learned something. So you're welcome. You're welcome, guys. Uh, make up some of your own rhymes. This is not a hard rhyme structure. So watch the 20-minute PSA. It's fucking hilarious. We'll put the link up for the YouTube video of Shake Hands with Danger and send us some of your uh, favorite rhymes that could fit this structure. And uh, maybe we'll do another episode where we sing some of those. Yeah, that's true. If you guys write some stuff, we will sing them. So uh, write them. That would be pretty funny to do. So check that out. Uh, the, the video is 20 minutes long. You don't have to watch the whole thing, but I suggest you do because... The 20 it's minutes hysterical. flies by, and it is really funny. The songs are really good. The The production value for this kind of video is good, and it's really, really funny, and I learned something. I'm never going to try to disengage a uh, tread lock while the bucket is down from a bulldozer. I'm not going to do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah, we don't want, I'm not going to clean parts with gasoline either. Oh, no. Why would... <laughs> That one was the one that I felt like was the one I would most do because, like, what's the chances that that guy's going to throw a match right there? I mean, I don't know, man, but not going to do it. No, I want to stay sure. safe. Be safe and use your tools wisely. All right. You can keep up with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Launchpad Pod. And every Monday, check our website, launchpadpod.com, for that new Destroyer, the official comic of the Launchpad Podcast. Till next time, who are we, Rumi? We are the Rocketeers, and we are out. Shake hands with danger, friends I used to know. Compared to them, I'm lucky to be just Three Finger Joe.